Keep on a rockin' me, baby. Keep on a rockin' me, baby. Well, from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma, Philadelphia, Atlanta, LA. Welcome to Back. Stuff that's going on in the world and stuff that's on our minds. I am Todd Brinker. Aaron will be joining us shortly. Um, as we were going away for the uh, radio show, we talked about the Idaho kids that were missing in, uh, um, um, had been missing while her, while their parents uh, or their mother and her new husband had gone to Hawaii. I guess they got married while they were in Hawaii. And family members didn't know where the children were. Mom said they're fine, but they're not with any family members and they're not in Hawaii. And, you know, her ex-husband has mysteriously died. Her brother also then died and his ex-wife died. And now the children have died. They found the bodies of the children on uh, her new husband's property. And uh, so both have been arrested in Idaho. It's an incredibly sad story. Um, You've got to wonder what on earth is wrong with these people to bring them to the point where they're not only endangering, but they, you know, apparently have killed these children. And it is just horrifying and sad. And uh, my, um, you know, heart goes out to their family members who are probably grieving beyond what most people can imagine um, at the loss of these children by the hands of their parent. That's just horrible. Um, But I don't want to dwell on the horror of that. I would like to move on to other fun things. Um, You know, we're spending uh, other other fun things. That's a horrible way to say that. Um, Move on to things that are more more enjoyable. Um, While we've been in lockdown, we've been looking for things to do, things to see, things to say, things to keep our minds entertained. And I don't know about you, but I tend to look for things that are um, a little more lighthearted, a little bit more fun came across a movie called The Healer, and um, the movie is on Netflix. It's available for you to watch. It's about an hour and a half, and it's a comedy. It's a little bit lighthearted. I will say that the um, some of the special effects and some of the, you know, it, it's a fairly low-budget movie. Let's just put it that way, but if you just go with it and have fun, uh, the, you know, the basic story is about a guy who's gambling and womanizing and bankrupt he's an electrical repairman and uh and he's traumatized by the death of his twin brother and a distant uncle he never met kind of bails him out and says here's the deal you need to go live in my uh in my house in canada for a while and get away from from where you're at and kind of you know get a a restart in your life and uh and and then it just goes from there and so i'll let you uh, watch it so if you want to Lose yourself for an hour and a half in something that uh, will give you some giggles, and uh, and and not be too uh, too dark or too deep. Watch the Healer on Netflix. It's an enjoyable little movie, and um, and I think you'd have a good time with it. Um, let's see what else is going on. Ah, Stagecoach has been canceled. The Stagecoach Country Music Festival for 2020. Uh, you know, we're opening things up, but the issues with coronavirus are still big enough that um, 
the uh, they've they've canceled. Actually, they haven't canceled. They've moved it. It was originally uh, scheduled for April twenty fourth, fifth, and sixth. They're going to try to pull it off now in October twenty third, fourth, and fifth in Indio. So um, cancel, I guess, is the wrong word. They've just they they have now given it a reschedule. Um, and so uh, if you do a little searching online, you can uh, look for the stagecoach and see if you can find out what's going on. Um, the oops and uh, and you can see if we can get a, a bill uh, for uh, who's supposed to be there because by changing it around they may have to change up some of the lineup um, so let's see uh, Mitchell Tenpenny uh, Morgan Wallen Ingrid Andrus Gabby Barrett Kaylee Hammock are all fairly new um, people uh, they're uh, bringing in some um, kind of uh, country style rockers uh, including uh, Brian Adams, ZZ Top, and uh, uh, Lone Ranger Orville Peck, and Little Nass X will be there. Um, the, in addition to that, then some more uh, mainline. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, some more mainline uh, acts: uh, Thomas Rhett, Carrie Underwood, Eric Church, Alan Jackson, Pam Tillis, Tanya Tucker, Billy Ray Cyrus, Marty Stewart, and Neil McCoy. So. Um, you know, they've got some, some big name country folks, they've got some new country folks, and then they've kind of got some country rockers. Oh, pardon me. I've got the sneezes right now. I am sorry. It is allergy season for me. As the summer heats up, uh, lots of plants are, uh, kicking up the pollen, the heat, they open up in the heat, I guess. So, uh, I've been a little sneezy of late. Mostly in the evenings, not so much in the mornings. But when I get it, 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 it takes me a while, a couple sneezes to get it out. So bear with me. Oh, my goodness. Um, so let's see. What else is going other, uh, out there? Let's see. We talked about yesterday the last person to, uh, to collect Civil War pension just died. And that's really amazing to think that um, somebody in 2020 was collecting a Civil War pension. Um. But she was Irene Triplett was uh, 90 years old and she was born in 1930 when her father was just shy of being 84 years old and he had served in the Civil War. Now, she was eligible for uh, lifetime support in a pension because she suffered from cognitive impairments. And so she was the helpless child of an adult or a helpless adult child of a veteran. And so... Um, her father, uh, Mose Triplett, had served in the Civil War. Uh, he started out on the Confederate side and decided that was the wrong side. He defected to the Union and said, you know what, that's what I want to fight for. And uh, as a result, he qualified for a Civil War pension. And uh, and then so did his daughter, his, his, um, uh, his child. And so she just passed away in Wilkesboro, North Carolina at the age of 90 age of 90. So it's really amazing to think that, you know, I mean, in this case, it was one family's just a generation back, uh, had a connection to the civil war. And so, you know, as much as we are talking these days about how far we have to go, it, it behooves us every once in a while to look back and see how far we've come and use that as motivation to, you know, take it, take it across the, the finish line. Let's get to where, Everybody is, um, as Martin Luther King said, being judged by the content of their character and not by the color of their skin. And uh, let's hope we can get there soon. 
So Aaron's calling in. Let me see if I can pick it up. Hello, Aaron. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Missed call from Aaron. Let me try it again. Hello? Hello? Hello, hello. Um, getting a really poor network connection is what I'm seeing at my end, and you're kind of shuddering. Can you hear me at all? I can hear you now. Uh, the sound quality at this end from you is not acceptable. I can't even make out what you're saying. All right, I'll call back. Um, I'll try calling you. It's weird. It's like somebody is turning on and off the mic really, really fast. Like I'm getting huh? Wow, that's so really weird. bad quality. Oh, right. Let me let me try one more time. I even hear it when you're calling when it rings. It's weird. Okay. Well, let me try again. So Aaron is calling in via Skype. I can hear it ringing badly, too, so it's probably still not going to work. Is that better? Nope. Um, I, I can, you know, it's funny. Even when it's ringing, when it, when you're ringing before I pick it up, the ringing is stuttered. So something's not right there in terms of the uh, quality of the connection. Now, you are coming in via a cell tower. So um, perhaps if you move, as you move, you will get, we'll get a better connection. We can just go with it, I think. Let's see what happens, okay? Okay. Yeah, I'm fixing to get on the freeway, so um, yeah, we'll just go with it and hopefully it'll be okay. Are you understanding what hopefully, I'm saying now? Um, I know one thing that Skype does, and and forgive me, I'll talk a little bit because of the quality of the connection right now. Um, we'll see if yours gets any better. But one thing that Skype does is they continually monitor the signal as you're talking over the time. So very often when the signal starts out a little wonky, it'll self-correct as long as you maintain a connection. I've noticed that when I'm calling into the radio station, and I know that that's part of their underlying technology, which is a great thing. Um, but it is a little frustrating at the front end sometimes when it's um, not what you would hope it to be. Yes. Can, is it better now? Nope. <laughs> no, uh, no, not better. Not better. No, um you know, I guess I can kind of understand what you're saying. So I guess in that sense, it's a little bit better. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, that's a pretty okay. low, pretty low standard there uh, to say, hey, I can I can kind of make out what you're saying. It's all better. <laughs> Whee. OK, I'm going to hang up. I'm going to try one more time. OK. OK, bye. Bye. The um technology is just a, a a wonderfully weird thing when it works it works and when it doesn't it doesn't and so hopefully she'll be able to call back in get a better connection uh let's 
So one of the things you're allowed to do with Skype is also give some feedback and say, well, what was, you know, what was the quality of that call? And so that one got one star and highly distorted. And we'll see if it comes back in, if they can fix it, make it mo better. Nope. As soon as she starts calling in, I can tell it's not working right. Nope. Hey, Todd. As, as soon as soon as you call in, and like I said, when it starts ringing, I can tell it's not right. It's really weird. It's like you don't you even know, have to say so anything. Because you're coming in crystal clear for me. Yeah, that that is weird. Because on my end, it, it, it's literally almost inaudible what you're saying. It's I mean, I have to really concentrate to hear, you know. And, and if I heard you right, you're saying it's coming in crystal clear for you. Yes. Yeah, and at this end, it's almost uh, intolerable. And so when you hang up, you know, sometimes Skype will ask you, you know, how good was the call. And, uh, uh, so I just gave them a one star and explain, you know, and then they, you, you get a choice of like eight different things to explain why it was not very good. So, um, so hopefully. I'm going to sign off then have a wonderful day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, we'll just have to cut it short a little bit today because this isn't going to, this isn't going to work. So, uh, we nope. are dependent on nope. the technology and we'll just do our very best uh, that we can and go from there. So you have a great day, drive safely. And uh, we'll talk with you uh, tomorrow. Sounds great. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right. Well, that didn't work at all. Skype has let us down. Imagine that technology that didn't come through. Um, You know, the nice thing is, is that we get to the point where we're we're very used to it working all the time. Um, And uh, and that's a great thing that, you know, it's it's the odd it's the odd time when it doesn't work properly. So yay to uh, technology for being there for us most of the time. But every once in a while, something happens. It's, you know, the stars didn't align quite right. And there's a lot of, um, you know, people don't realize the number of things that have to happen in order for that technology to work for you at the back end. That uh, they're, you know, fairly complex systems and lots of steps along the way. And if any one of them is out of whack or not working or any connection is not 100%, then you just don't. Uh, get what the experience that you expected but luckily in our case this is you know a uh, radio and podcast show that we're using to rely on this technology it's not somebody's you know uh, heart replacement machine or something like that so it's not uh, an artificial heart I guess is what I was trying to say it's not something that's that's you know people have a, li- a life relying on it's just the ability to talk to somebody else and, you know, there are certainly worse things that would happen than, than us not being able to talk today. Um, but if you are uh, somebody who is a regular listener, then we apologize because we would love to be able to give you uh, both of us talking today. Today is just me, and I'm not going to go a whole lot longer. Um, I, you know, we've, we talked a little bit about some of the things happening in the news. Um, I do want to bring in one more thing, though, and that is that... Um, you know, we've, we've expressed some concern in the past here that uh, both the Republicans and the Democrats are setting things up to question the results of the election. And it's going on. You know, Biden has uh, come out and, and said uh, yesterday that this president is going to try to steal this election. And uh, and, you know, in, in doing so, he was on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah and you and, and I'll just read a quote here. He says, this guy or this is the guy who said that mail-in ballots are fraudulent, voting by mail, while he sits behind his desk in the Oval Office and writes his mail-in ballot to vote in a primary. 
Um, and so, you know, what Biden's doing and saying is that that if somehow Trump is able to suppress mail-in ballots or block mail-in ballots from being valid, that we'll have an invalid election. And if Biden doesn't win, then he will call into question the results of the election. Now, how far he'll go in doing that, we'll see. Um, Trump has already done pretty much the same thing, saying that if um, if a lot of mail-in ballots come in that and and that he ends up losing, that it wouldn't be a valid election. And so my concern is, you know, one of the things that has set our our democracy apart from others in the world has been a peaceful transition of power, regardless of who's in charge. We abide by the word of the people. When you've got people at the top on both sides of the party now saying, we don't know that the word of the people is being correctly measured or served because of this procedure or that procedure, are we going to be able to have a peaceful transition? Is the person who's in power going to be able to step down if they do indeed lose? And that's a little concerning. You know, it's a little concerning. And what happens... um, at that point, you know, do we end up with the Supreme Court making the call on things? Uh, you know, we went to that once already, uh, essentially, with um, Bush and Gore. And uh, in that case, we didn't have an incumbent. And so both men were, were um, you know, trying to gain the office. And there was a little, you know, they, neither of them had direct line to power. Now, Gore did have the uh, you know was of the party that was in power and he ultimately lost the vote in Florida based on the way things played out but uh, do we know that that the the people involved now have the strength of character to to abide by the results of the election and I just don't know that we do we'll see maybe we're you know each the, the, it doesn't help that the that the news media supporting each side is basically saying that the other side is lying and predicting what the other side is going to do. And so, you know, they're, they're whipping everybody into a frenzy. Um, and that's unfortunate, very much unfortunate. I think our news media, that fourth estate, is at one of their all-time lows in terms of respect of the populace and, and, and what we believe, I think, as a as a um, uh, source for trusted information, we don't have one right now. I think that people tend to believe whichever side they already believed before they ever went to go look for news, um, and probably for good cause. I think that that personally, I don't think that there's a a really good news source out there in our country. Um, if you do it individually, we've talked about it before. Um, you know, if you really want to know what's going on on a given subject, then you have to research it. You have to see what the right says. Listen to what's on Fox. You have to listen to what the left says, MSNBC or CNN. You need to look, listen to maybe the BBC or Al Jazeera for a foreign take on a subject. And then listen to, you know, all of those together and say, um, what are the common threads amongst those those different stories? And always question what's the the bias or the um, the end goal of the source, right? So, and, and then also be careful. You know, it's like if if Fox reports something and then other news media pick it up, 
you know, they're just grabbing the news that somebody else posted and repeating it. And how, how well are they checking it or fact-checking it to see if it was real? There are some places out there that do that, and there are others that don't. And sometimes the trusted sources of news that we used to have, you know, we used to get the evening news on ABC, CBS, or NBC, and those were your trusted news sources, right? Your David Brinkley's, your Walter Cronkite's. Um, I don't know that a lot of people get their news that way anymore. A lot of times they're getting their news from the news feed on Facebook or Twitter. Um, or they watch a cable news channel, and they go to the one that they watch. And that gives you such a skewed, biased perspective of what's going on in the world that, um, um, you know, I just fear for for our continued reasonable thought as a society if we don't uh, learn to... to um, question the source a lot and too many people don't too many people just don't they just take it for what what they see at face value and uh, and that's unfortunate it's the easy way to do it and at one point in time you might have been able to do that but it was a small little window of time you know um because news sources and newspapers have always slanted the news even unintentionally just by their choice of of um, of phrasing of things, you know? I mean, saying that the president is trying to steal this election is different than saying um, that the, uh, I think that the president is, um, uh, you know, biased in his, his discussions about mail-in ballots because he's used mail-in ballots, and yet he says they're a bad thing. So, you know, two different ways of saying the same thing, but one is much more inflammatory. And so you just got to be careful, be careful out there in terms of what you're listening to, um, question what you're hearing, check for other sources, um, don't form judgments based on one source because newspapers used to have three sources before they would publish something. They don't anymore. Now you need three sources before you believe something and it's on, on you to find those three sources and, uh, know what's going on, know what's happening in the world. And with that happy thought, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. So have a wonderful day, everybody. I'm so happy to be here and so glad that you were listening to us. I'll see you tomorrow.